This is the Growth Gossip Podcast, where we talk about growth. But what exactly is growth? We are going to find out what's behind this buzzword. Hosted by yours truly, Michal, of Yoke Workspace and Community in Krakow. And me, Romeo Mann, founder of Mann Digital. You're the man. <laughs> hey, Romeo, who are we talking to today? Today we are talking with Katarzyna. She's senior manager, people and culture at Brainly. Did you hear of Brainly? I've heard of Brainly, but I don't know exactly what they do. I, I know they're sort of a big name here in Krakow, but I'm really curious to understand what they're doing. Actually, they're a big name globally. They are a educational platform. Mm. So basically, you go on Brainly.com. You're a student. Let's say you are in sixth grade. You want help with your math, right? And you put question how to solve the some Pythagora formula, right? Right. So somebody's there and might be able to help, and they have hold yourself. Three hundred million members. Amazing. I wish those resources were around when I was younger. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So the question is, how do you run people and culture, and how do you? Actually, manage people in such big company that is in over thirty-five uh, countries. That mm. means thirty-five different cultures, and all this managed from four four locations, and the headquarters being here in uh, in Krakow. I'm looking forward to finding out more about it. Okay, let's get into it. Hi, Kasha. Welcome to the show. Hey, Romeo. Hi. Thank you for having me here. We are really curious about this one because you have this huge company here in Krakow, four location now, right? Mm-hmm. And it grew a lot. Some people know Brainly because of this growth. Mm-hmm. Some people don't know Brainly at all. So tell us a bit who is Brainly and mm-hmm. why do we need Brainly in this in this world? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. First of all, uh, Brainly is, you know, a great place to to work at. We are there just because 1.5 billion students get stuck every day while learning, and we are there to support them. We are a global platform where people, students, can get very personalized and real-time help. We are there because, you know, every student in the world would like to have access to this personalized learning and we are there to support them. So uh, just practically because if I remember when I was a student, I was trying to get help from my colleagues mm-hmm. next, you know, hitting them during exams with my elbow and mm. trying to get help. I don't know, maybe Michal, you were much smarter I, than I, I, I was. I knew everything, so yeah, I, I everything. was the one getting hit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it. <laughs> so basically this uh, hitting with the elbow, right, helped me with my work went online, yeah? And yeah. This is this is what Brainly does in a way, or can you explain us a bit with this analogy of hitting with the elbow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So. You know, there is an uh, online platform where you can, when you, for example, have a homework to do mm-hmm. and so you don't know uh, a person that you can help, uh, that uh, can help you actually. And, you know, we are working and learning in this online world right mm-hmm. now. The pandemic hit, mm-hmm. it's even more. So, so how it is, Kasha, like, just for me to understand, 
Is it somebody else helping those kids? Yeah. Like another person from your company mm-hmm. or another person in this universe somewhere online? Good yeah. question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what's amazing is that there are volunteers. So okay. uh, the volunteers can be everyone, mm-hmm. actually. And uh, they are just doing it because they want to help and support. Mm. Of course, the content is actually, you know, checked and there are people who are overseeing the context because mm-hmm. we appreciate that uh, there are children over there and you know that the content must be checked but actually everyone can help and uh, a lot of people who are helping and who are volunteers are teachers mm-hmm. or uh-huh. you know previous teachers teachers other students everyone who would like to help so basically if I ask uh, Michal what's the Pythagoras formula, mm-hmm. right? Right, and because I don't know it, and Michal gives me this formula, which I don't remember now, but you, who, from Brandy, you mm-hmm. will verify if Michal gave the right formula, right? Yes. Go ahead. It, yeah, it's also about, you know, the content of being like kind to -hmm. each other and the content of you know how you answer the question if it's right or not but also how you talk to people and how you how you answer it so we would like to make sure that you know the answers are instant Mm. so are very like very quick in answering but the answers are also right and correct Mm. Mm -hmm. okay got it is it is it through text? How are the interactions through text? Yeah. Or is it also just audio or video? Excellent question, yeah. <laughs> because we are evolving and we are glowing. So it was around the text mainly, but we are up to tutor, like up to the, the videos as well right mm. now. Okay, so initially it was something like Quora, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like putting people were okay quora maybe is more broad because you can have whatever questions Mm -hmm. but the replies were mainly on text and now you're evolving and going into into this video world and and is this one-on-one or is it perhaps one volunteer Mm -hmm. i kind of also see them sort of as mentors in a way Mm -hmm. are they having an interaction with one we'll call them a student Mm -hmm. or or could it also be like group of students yeah, it's one-on-one mainly. So, uh, first of all, we focus on this, like a kind of a textbook, right? So, when you have, you know, your books at school, you would get homework and we would know, like, what books are used in many different countries mm-hmm. and we could actually, you know, kind of know what students are going to, to ask and then help them with that. And after that, we've noticed that you know, some students would like to talk about it, would mm-hmm. like to dig in a little bit more, are actually more comfortable when speaking to uh, another person. And that's why we've actually evolved and gave more options in a way. And it's going, it's on one-on-one basis mainly. Wow. But let's see where we are going to be because we are still expanding and, you know, we, yeah. In terms of the like press of Braille, thirty-five countries, yeah, twenty-five countries, mm-hmm. and uh, that means that in these thirty-five countries, students can 
access brainly and get personalized help yeah and you guys know or the volunteers know what's happening in terms of education and textbooks and so on and so forth in those 35 countries yes that's correct it doesn't mean that we have you know people like employees over there but we are there and can support students in those countries mm-hmm. wow what keeps the volunteers motivated despite just having yeah. a big heart yeah it's mainly the big heart okay. <laughs> but uh, they actually like collaborating with with us as well i guess it's their development and they grown as well it's the mission vision but also you know they they learn from from each other from us yeah it's so interesting that we're talking about this because literally this morning or the day before i think i was going for a walk and i was thinking like ah i have a little bit more free time from time to time and i was thinking like i'd like to give back a little bit because Romeo, believe it or not, I I have some knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was thinking like, oh, I would love to be a mentor. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was thinking, I don't know if I'm ready to, for example, oh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m., I'll always be available to to mentor a a specific group or a specific person. I'm still not quite sure exactly how Brainly works, Mm -hmm. but this kind of feels like something that could get my foot in the door. Mm -hmm. That's that's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. I, I would like to talk to you, you know. Yeah. After yeah. I mean, you, you were an English teacher, right? Yeah, I, I have. I could teach English as a second language. I have that accreditation. But I'm assuming I could be helpful in other ways, too. Yeah. Great. Have you checked the Brainly platform already? Like, I haven't. I haven't, mm-hmm. to be honest, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, this is getting me interested in it. Yeah. So, so I suppose um, with all, all the children that now fled from from ukraine uh, yeah. a platform like brainly it's amazing i mean just saw today a, a news in cnn about how professors and teachers in warsaw are trying to communicate with these kids even using google translate and even by using google translate it makes a huge impact because it puts some kind of routine mm-hmm. in the lives of those kids and yeah. As I read, half of the refugees are kids at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Yeah. So I suppose in these moments, right, one tragic moments where someone can support you, that's, that's uh, amazing, right? So out there, any listeners who are, who are you know, no Ukrainian or any kind of maybe even Russian to help in this situation on Brainly I suppose you have these languages right yes yes we we do have these languages and you know we we at Brainly we support in many different ways I think it's uh, amazing about this company uh, and about the CEO Borek because uh, you know a, a minute that the war started people acted so you know, we were there in the borders, borders helping people. We were coughing together just to make sure that we, you know, provide the the things that that people you know wanted. We were we were there uh, for them. We were very clear about what is uh, happening, as we took it also as education, and 
Yeah, people, you know, children uh, are there and we are there to, to, to help them. Also in Russia, right? Because we, we think that, you know, people and students there also need help and support and we are still there for them. So, uh, yeah, any way that we can, you know, help and support, uh, we are there. It's a funny story because, uh, you know, also it's it's about students, it's about children, but even my dad, like, uh, he said, okay, I just talked about another, like, with another pr- friend and she told me about this platform. She was actually, you know, from 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 Ukraine, and uh, said that she, like, her um, daughter used this platform, and she was very, you know, happy, inspired, and and really pleased that someone could actually help because she wouldn't be able to help her her daughter with some, you know, homeworks or some some task, and so, you know, she she was very uh, happy, and my dad said, ah, okay, so I, I will also check the platform because my i think my my daughter works for this <laughs> company so yeah so you know i think this is the, the difference that brainy makes in the world it's educating it's helping it's supporting and it's very you know close to to the values that we have at the company as well it's nice so let's go a bit in go a little bit more deep into this because you can tell us a bit what you do at Brainly mm-hmm. and understand a bit more the culture at Brainly, understand a bit uh, what kind of people work there mm-hmm. and also understand your story a bit. So can you tell us in few words what's your role at Brainly and why this role is needed in companies and companies like Brainly? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So uh, my official title is Senior Manager for People Operations. Mm-hmm. People Operations is part of a uh, people and culture division, let's say team at Brainy. And what my my team and I uh, is doing is uh, actually this hard thing mm-hmm. of people and culture, people operations or HR, which is, you know, preparing the contracts, which is compensation, benefits, payroll, but also BP, so business partnering to, to the leaders. So this means you're helping, uh, j- just for us to understand, mm-hmm. so you're helping the leaders. Leaders can be a team leader or mm-hmm. a manager or a head of, I don't know, department. Mm-hmm to recruit, to do performance appraisal, to do feedback, what exactly it Mm -hmm. means? Yeah, so recruitment is uh, a separate part. Um, We've grown so much at Brainly that we have a recruitment uh, department that is separate right Uh now. We do the HR administration, as it used to be uh, called, uh, which is, yeah, exactly, when you are coming to our company to work with us, we would sign the contract. Mm-hmm, we would mm-hmm. prepare the contract. We would agree on the terms on, on, and conditions. We would uh, help you with the benefits. We mm-hmm. would you know, tell you uh, what benefits we can provide at Brainy and we will manage it from the administration mm-hmm. uh, point of view. After it, when there is, you know, a, a salary review uh, process or you would be, you know, recognized financially, mm-hmm. 
there are going to be us who would also, you know, process it and and sign a new, uh, you know, addendum to the contract with you. So this is the the admin, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the operation, the mm-hmm. operations part, mm-hmm. and then uh, we do have this business partnering, which is probably more. Com, like controversial and okay. you know there are a lot of questions like uh, what we do and what's the role so if you you know uh, ask my my grandmother or mother mm-hmm. uh, they would probably don't know because this is kind of a new role and the new the role is different in many different companies so i can tell you from my experience you know mm-hmm. what's uh, what we do and what we do at brain so uh, as you mentioned the 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 appraisals uh, we don't call them uh, like mm-hmm. that but you know this is the the feedback conversations that that we are having quite often uh, we would help leaders with them in a way that uh, you know sometimes we can expect some difficult conversations to be happening maybe a person uh, you know is 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 not really in line with you know how how they how they are doing at mm-hmm, work, mm-hmm. or maybe you know the, there are some you know challenges, etc. So it's uh, all about the, the conversation, feedback, and you know helping managers prepare for those for those uh, conversations, so that the feedback is well uh, received also by by the person. It's not about the assessment; we mm-hmm. we don't perceive it uh, like that. We we just more perceive it as like sharing the perspective and making sure you know that that people are aligned with you know what's expecting what what we would like to do but also mm-hmm. hearing the feedback back so it's we, we treat it as a two way uh, conversation but uh, it's also about you know some um, other people management uh, let's say practices supporting leaders with the change with with team design with you know, with design, with what does it mm-hmm. mean? Like, it, it's like how, what kind of roles do you need in the team? Yeah. Or what? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of roles are needed? You know, uh, taking the feedback that we've received from from people and sometimes challenging managers. Okay, do you really need like a senior mm-hmm. position in this company? Because we've heard this uh, feedback that you know uh, people are not really maybe feeling that the, the, the challenges uh, are there. So is it senior or is it more like regular role? So, uh, you know, talking about the, 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 the roles, the structure, but also reorganizing, you know, as well. Sometimes, you know, b- business and managers would like to reorganize just to make sure that the, the goals are delivered. So uh, it's a conversation about how it's going to be you know, taken by by people. What what does it mean actually for uh, each and everyone in the team? Are are we predicting that they are going to like the changes or not? Like, what are what are the strengths of of people and how they can be used mm-hmm. after the, the the reorg? What's the person? What are those uh, person's aspirations and career goals goals and how it is you know taken into account in the in the reorg as well but it's also about the communication maybe preparing the the communication roadmap ensuring that everyone uh, you know understands everything like understands where where are we going and why are we going there so it's 
uh, it's about that. So it's mm. like an internal consultant role, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you are consulting these companies, uh, not so, not companies, like internal teams, mm-hmm. how to actually organize in a way their their workspace and and team in a in a sense. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's also supporting the the managers because they when the the company grow it's a lot of uh, ambiguity it's a lot of mm-hmm. stress it's a lot of workload so uh, it's also you know giving them the space to uh, to talk but it's also uh, if it's needed in a company it might be also you know facilitating mm-hmm. some kind of the conversations or uh, giving the space for people to to talk to share ideas to uh, share you know experiences etc so so this is the culture part because you said mm-hmm. people and culture so yeah. the, the the first one would be this administration part the mm-hmm. operations part yeah and the culture is this business business partnering right yes mm-hmm. yes that will be it but the culture is actually everyone so uh, <laughs> uh, it's also about recruitment yeah because okay. so when you you grow uh, you need to recruit the right uh, people but you also see you know whether these people would actually be your culture ambassadors uh, mm-hmm. in a way so it's also in the recruitment it's not only in the business partnering it's of course ceo as uh, you know uh, this person gives the direction and is responsible also for for the culture but we are there to actually make sure that the culture is there uh, mm-hmm. afterwards yeah it's so how big is this team how big is the the whole team um, that manages all this i suppose for all the countries right yes yes wow. depending on uh, what team you are actually uh, you know asking about the business partnering is quite small we are a uh, free right now and overtake overlooking like 400 uh, you know employees wow. globally so but we are recruiting <laughs> for <laughs> person so if you are there and, uh, you know listening i would love to uh, talk to you so uh, yes okay so that's like amazing because you need to four people or three people now mm-hmm. in the future for <laughs> you need to understand uh, all the cultural differences of those managers mm-hmm. in all those you know for all those 400 employees right mm-hmm. how do you deal with that like from here from from Krakow like how one becomes so ha- uh, develops that cultural intelligence mm-hmm. so you can consult and have the right mm. uh, business decisions so yeah those difficult conversations don't happen mm-hmm. yeah sure so uh, to me it's about the anticipation like mm-hmm. anticipate what challenges uh, are coming and uh, what uh, we can expect mm-hmm. right but we are more in a generalist role and we you know see the the big picture we see the team we we are there to actually be part of the team to understand what's happening to hear the feedback to to actually know people but also have the understanding of what tools or what other resources can be used so for example we've opened the entity in india mm-hmm. and we could anticipate right that the 
different culture is actually to be present in the company. So the, the company culture is our main culture in a way, but we we also need to recognize that we are going to have people that are coming from 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 different uh, culture that we do not have experience to to cooperate mm. with right so and it's also you know feedback taken from it might be also the feedback taken from from the team so from our business partnering perspective we can f- feedback it to our other uh, colleagues and understand and sorry and decide like how can we how we, how can we move forward so uh, what we did is actually we uh, set up the, the webinars mm-hmm. on cross cultural you know conversations communication and and culture just to raise the awareness mm-hmm. of you know uh, how things can be perceived it was uh, you know very practical uh, talking about you know even how emails are written like how how words can be perceived Mm-hmm. how we can uh, you know h- how time is perceived by different cultures right so it's about that it's about we we also organize the workshops so that people can you know uh, try it's uh, mm, try and so uh, you know see how uh, how they can cooperate you know it's uh, about k- kind of a facilitating mm-hmm. also some some meetings just for be- to people to gather together but and help them to discuss uh, the things that are not working just to you know talk about how they perceive things from different from different uh, cultures so mm-hmm. uh, it's it's n- nothing tangible to be mm-hmm. honest mm-hmm. it's about just creating the the moments the experience the creating the possibilities of people to 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 gather and 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 talk also you know when when the war hit there was this moment you know of uh, okay so how 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 we are doing as an organization how we can be there and support so uh, we we thought about you know having that the webinars as well on crisis management right because mm-hmm. this is the 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 crisis and managers they were overwhelmed th- themselves but they also you know there was an expectation that they would uh, take care of of the team so bp role just to come back to the question is more like observing anticipating and em- empathize with mm. with people trying to understand what are the you know the, the the challenges but also the career aspirations right and and provide tools resources opportunities to make sure that people feel you know welcome comfortable mm-hmm. and and feel that they're growing in the organization yeah in my previous life kasha mm-hmm. i was also in human resources i was uh, working in learning and development uh-huh. and I worked one year and a half in India, in Mumbai, wow. in DHL. Mm-hmm. And when I went there, it was like very interesting because obviously mm, the the culture differences are huge. But what really helped me, and if I reflect now back, to adapt 
And what helped me to get the feedback that Romeo, you're more Indian than Indians now that you're leaving us. Mm-hmm. So to get to that level, <laughs> it was by curiosity. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, I, I lived also in Vietnam. Now I'm living here in Poland. So in, in Turkey, I was living when I was 19. So I traveled around and gathered these cultural differences a bit. Mm-hmm. But all the time, all the time, what saved me mm-hmm. <laughs> was the sense of curiosity mm-hmm. and the sense of curiosity without judging, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So really understanding, oh, you're, so you are Brahmin. What does Brahmin mean? Mm-hmm. How is Brahmin different than, I don't know, Gujarati? Mm-hmm. And uh, what sweets do you have? What celebrations do you have? Mm-hmm. What is the actual, you know, most important uh, celebration that you have. Yeah. Oh, it's Diwali. So mm. you do something different at Diwali. So on and so forth. Diwali is the festival of yeah. lights. It's, let's say, their Christmas, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can put it that way. So the idea of, I think, developing a sense of curiosity, which comes within, and more pr- most probably it can be also uh, developed with with time these mm-hmm. these things of curiosity made me now today when working with uh, teams in India on different projects put away any type like put away any kind of fear that oh my god is a cultural difference mm-hmm. just because uh, I experienced how to actually react right mm-hmm. so one thing I learned is that you never ever ever go directly in business discussions. Mm -hmm. Like you leave a lot of space for the personal matters. And that's all Asia is like a full spider, right? Like everything is connected to something and everything happens for a particular reason. There is no, you know, just no connections to why people behave in a particular way. Mm -hmm. But in a company like Brainly, growing that fast and dealing with uh, kids and with, I, I suppose that's super, super important, right? So you recruiting and you, the company recruiting, not you per se, needs to look a lot at, at this kind of things. And mm-hmm. I suppose, you know, mentoring and teaching, it is curiosity. So mm-hmm. how do you check? How 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 is this? You know, in a recruitment process, yeah. in in or how you did you develop curiosity? I'm just mm-hmm. uh, uh, curious <laughs> about <laughs> curiosity. <laughs> yes, one of uh, our values is actually uh, stay curious. Uh-huh. So I, I believe we are quite good at it <laughs> in <laughs> overall uh, as a company. And yes, we uh, actually in the recruitment process we focus uh, a lot on value fit. Mm-hmm. As as we call it, so we we do have, you know, we, we we do check whether people can thrive and develop in 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 the company and whether the company is is actually a good fit. So first of all, is the conversation where we discuss, you know, some things. We are quite transparent of how we are, but and we would like you know people to be transparent with us as well because. At the end of the day, it, it 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 will work only in this case. So it's about the conversation, but 
We also have demo days, mm-hmm. not for every position. Demo days. Demo okay. days, yeah. Which is, you know, a day <laughs> where we spend together, a day or, or a couple today, but a day where we spend together just to learn about each other, just to get to know each other better, just to work on, you know, some projects that's, that we are uh, working on. Um, every day. And so, what does this, this "we" mean? I mean, we, somebody in the team, yes. like a team member, mm-hmm. yes, that this candidate would join, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, uh, it's not only you know a hiring manager or a manager, you know, talking to a person, and after one hour, they, they would decide whether this person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. will join us or not. But it's also about the team. So the team have this uh, opportunity to you know to talk to the person and see so uh, those are you know meetings online nowadays where they would talk about what's what's happening at the company we are quite transparent and open during this as as we think you know that like the the trust in there is there and we are quite open and transparent and you know share information with the candidates so that the both sides you know can can see whether mm-hmm. we would love to work with each other so in this demo day you check the this curiosity in a way it yes mm-hmm. because we see how the person works so mm-hmm. not only what they would do but how so we would check the you know the, the like the, the communication how they would Mm, perceive the projects, how they would approach the project, curiosity, Mm -hmm. what questions they would ask and, uh, you know, how many questions they would ask. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, basically how they work. I see. Michal, you are recruiting now your first employee in Yoke. Maybe a demo day could be a good way to... You're I recruiting community manager, right? I I don't know what we're... we're, (laughs) We try to stay away from... uh, Th- this might be a horrible strategy, but, <laughs> but so far it's it's mostly been me. We've had two co-founders, mm-hmm. Max and I, and uh, neither one of us have had specific titles. Because honestly, in the beginning, Max and I, we didn't know each other all that well. And over the past two, two and a half years, the responsibilities and duties here at Yolk We've just sort of organically distributed between us mm-hmm. because we, as we started working together, we quickly realized what Max is good at and what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was just sort of this natural organic distribution, which I know is not going to work in a giant corporation where you're hiring people quickly. We're able to do it just because we, it's just us two. And, mm-hmm. and we just, now we have kind of a feel for each other. Mm-hmm. And we don't even need to communicate that much because w- sometimes just I'll give Max a look and he knows what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or yeah, or, or he'll do a particular body motion. And, and I know what he's thinking about, let's say, the situation that's mm-hmm. happening in the room just because we, we know each other well enough. But now as we're looking for a third person, it's really difficult for us to First of all, define what we think of that third person would be doing. Mm-hmm. 
and and it's something that we're kind of struggling with. But getting back to your original question, I think we're definitely going to do something like a demo day, demo week, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just because for us, it's so like our heart is in this. And we can't just it's for us. It's not just like sticking a Lego piece into this thing. Like, I know I'm going to be working day in day out with this other person mm -hmm. and it needs to be a good fit on many levels mm -hmm. you know personal levels just communication levels it, it's just a, another sometimes it's just a matter of do i trust the other person you yeah know? Do, do i have a good feeling about the other person yeah. and sometimes it's unfair because i've been wrong so many times where my first impression of somebody was negative mm -hmm. but then over time i got to know them And now, now I think that they're a fantastic person. Mm -hmm. So obviously, uh, my internal gauges are flawed, but, but still, those impressions matter. Yes, of course. And at the end of the day, it's going to be you and this person who would work right, uh, right. together. So it's also for this person, if uh, you are not comfortable working with this person, this person would, would also feel it and probably so yeah. so yeah uh, by demo day you know it's demo day it's uh, about spending this day or two or whatever is needed right together and actually try to to work with uh, with each other and see how it would look like <laughs> yeah because whatever assignment or project that you work on let's say during that day or during that week mm -hmm. it's very limited in its scope right mm -hmm really like your your impression and, and your observation of the other person and like you said like how they approach a problem mm -hmm. how they communicate which words they choose how yeah. they ask questions i think that kind of adds more color as to how they would handle other projects and especially things that rare corner cases mm -hmm. but you have a sort of an idea that oh this person would be able to manage it because they have this this and this skill you mm -hmm. know yeah yes and i think it's very important what you've said it's how people think we also you know like to focus on on that more uh, while we talk with people in the recruitment process so it's experience is one thing you know expertise and and you know what they did in the past but it's more about how they think, the, the mindset, and how they would approach things. So we, you know, talk a lot about that, like what, what they think about things. Mm. So, yeah, what they think about things. So that's that. And also the, the Lego piece, it's, you know, there was an article, actually, a person saying about Lego and giving, giving away Legos. It might be also interesting uh, for people who are, are, you know, expanding the companies, and and for companies that are growing, because I've like I've noticed that people when when they grow, they would need to take away some of their work, right? And as you've mentioned, Mihao, it's very you know important for you. So that this person can do it right, because your heart is in this company, and with the small companies, people like do everything. They do a lot, and they would like this company or enterprise like to to grow. And 
they would like to make sure that the you know the, the, the Lego tower that they are building is built in the in the way that they think it should be built, right? And when new people are coming, they are not sure, first of all, whether this person will do it right. And the second thing, it's, you know, the feeling of, okay, so this person is taking away something that, uh, you know, I built it, or, you know, it's taking away the, the, the Legos, right? The Lego blocks. So it's a very strange uh, feeling for some, but also, Michal, you've mentioned that you are not having the clarity of how to split the, the work and it's happening all the time in this, you know, small companies that are growing. You know, either me, myself, you know, we are expanding and my team is also, you know, growing. And yeah, there is a question in, in, in my head, in my team's, you know, team members, I had like, okay, so how we are going to split the, the work right now? Am I still going to have, you know, these important projects? How my role is going to evolve? Why do we actually need this person? Like, do we need this person? We are overwhelmed, but really, do we, like, are we, are we, um, are sure that we are, you know, recruiting and uh, would like to have this person? So, yes, I think it's, you know, this emotional Peace is something that mm-hmm. BP and HRBP is also, you know, thinking about, can anticipate and also can support the, the business with as well. Yeah. So if a company doesn't have an HRBP. Yes. <laughs> not, not quite. <laughs> but but yeah, if, if I could add, I, I used to work for a company that, I, I mentioned this in the past, like I, I, I joined them sort of before the company started, but then full time once it was about 20 people. Mm-hmm. And then I left when it was 150. Mm-hmm. But during that time, you know, I saw sort of different stages of also just how relationships change within the company yeah. and, and people's roles. But one thing that I kind of kept, because we didn't have a BP person or, mm-hmm. or something like that, or at least it didn't seem like we did. And one wall that I felt like we kept banging into was just having... I, we called it too many cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And this was usually because there was four founders of that company. Mm-hmm. And it felt like all of them impacted every decision in the company. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. And so when I would return a project and, you know, hoping to get some feedback if, if this is the right direction or not, not only would I get four different sometimes perspectives, mm-hmm. But sometimes I would even hear perspectives from their partners. Mm -hmm. So they would take like this project home and ask their partner, hey, what do you think of this? And then now I'm having sometimes (laughs) eight people, you know, and and all of them somehow their feedback of looking at it for 20, 15, five minutes seemed more important than me who was working on it for a week, two weeks or a month. Mm-hmm. And it was just a, a difficult uh, way to work just because it just felt like, well, I'm never going to make everybody happy, but mm-hmm. somehow I need to please these eight people or, or whatever it mm-hmm. may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it just became sort of, okay, I'll make this edit for this person and this edit for this person. And, and in the end, you have this Frankenstein, you know, mm-hmm. which, which loses the, the original vision, but it's the only way to kind of get it past, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Why did you want to please anyone? I've oh, it's it's it wasn't about me pleasing mm -hmm. anybody. It's just because the only way to get that project accepted mm -hmm. was to please everybody mm -hmm. in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I I think it's also you know a challenge sometime when there are too many people that uh, would like to be you know consulted in a mm -hmm. way. So. If it's about making decision, even, it, you know, sometimes it's deciding that, okay, this is the person who actually makes the decision. We can all, you know, discuss you, Romeo, right now, or you, Mia, right now, are, are making the final decisions. But yes, it's a, probably it happens. I, mm, you know, me being in HR, being in, in people, I consult a lot, but after it, you know, For example, there is an the, the person who is making decision is is you know defined, but yeah. So I suppose in those moments you need that HRBP when these things happen to facilitate and consult. Sometimes, yeah. They managed. They didn't. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think it was a sustainable model. Mm -hmm. I mean, w it, in that case, what what I would have preferred was to in the beginning of whatever project or mm -hmm. assignment yeah. set out clear goals that mm -hmm. you're trying to and and something you know yeah something that you could actually measure yeah not just oh i like this mm -hmm. but clear goals of what you want to attain mm -hmm. and if you're able to create a solution that's able to hit those numbers those statistics then great So in a stage of growth, when do you think an HRBP is needed? Because we are talking, like now we had a clear example with mm -hmm. Michal of a company n that needed maybe uh, this role, but they didn't have it or maybe they had it, but they didn't feel that they have it. Mm -hmm. uh, but still, we are talking here about growth. So what do you think, like uh, companies uh, need this role at what stage? It's it at the beginning, is it something that... They should start hiring when they hit a particular number. Mm -hmm. the The role is needed when you know the the, the people that uh, run the company feels that it's it's needed. Mm -hmm. I do believe you know the the person from people perspective from HR is needed from the very very beginning. But it can be one person playing different roles, right? Because you mm -hmm. wouldn't need HRBP like positional role when you have like i don't know 20 people or it might be a person from hr from from people but ha who has this holistic and mm -hmm. you know view and is curious as you've mentioned to is curious about the, the strategy where the where the business is is going but it's also curious about people and you know would kind of a balance between the the goals and 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 the business strategy and uh, and the people so usually you know that the bp's role are there but they are not named as as bp from the very beginning mm -hmm. so i want to open a topic around corporations mm -hmm. and on the other side more like startupish companies like mm -hmm. tech companies you know the sexy companies that yeah. grow fast and before i ask you the question Small story time, just to build up the the, the reason of this question. I um, I was when I was student, I was in the student organization ISEC, mm -hmm. 
I was five years in this organization. It was a long time ago, 2008. And back then, if you would ask any of us, like, to which company would you like to, to, to join? Yeah, We had in our mind Electrolux, DHL, all these, you know, Ericsson, these big corpos, yeah? Mm-hmm. In, now in January, I went to an ISAC conference in, in here in Poland with all the students from and the members from from Poland and we were having a session there as ex-members and I made a game with them simple question I were asking them if you like cats go on the right if you like dogs go on the left right and also I put the question if you would like to join a big corporations go on the right if you would like to join a small company go on the left Believe it or not, almost everybody went to the left, yeah, to mm-hmm. the small co- uh, companies. And I was like, wow, you know, I was mm-hmm. shocked. I was like, so there is this trend, mm-hmm. right? That, oh no, the evil corporations, we are not going there because they will lock us in a, you know, in a, in a frame and we cannot go out of this frame and we cannot be creative, we cannot develop. I argue with that because I learned a lot and today doing my business is because I learned a lot from corporations. Mm-hmm. You worked in corporations, but then you moved to 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 Brainly, which is this sexy tech company at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Why this trend? Why we were like that in 2008? We moved to this now. Why wouldn't I join a corporation today if mm-hmm. I would be recent grad versus a tech mm-hmm. sexy company, right? Yeah. Like what I have to lose if I ch- uh, join? This, this, this would be my questions. There are more questions, yeah. but we can yeah. go through them. I think it's about the purpose. I, I would guess. I, I I don't know the students. I didn't have any purpose back then, <laughs> you know. 2008, like I didn't know. I just knew that, okay, I want to do learning and development, but had yes, no idea. You you haven't thought about the purpose of like, of what I, I, I thought about the purpose of the company, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So maybe it, it was more back there. It was more about the security mm-hmm. and safety and feeling, you know, that... Okay, that back then corporations were sexy mm-hmm. because they offered you good compensation, they offered you, you know, safe job. And right now people are more focused on, you know, purpose, what the company is doing, how they are doing it. It's more about the social corporate responsibility and but it's also about the autonomy how the mm-hmm. i can grow and uh, you know and and, and and what is my impact in uh, in the organization or, or but how so. did it we get here why did why why do it's too many orga- uh, corporations <laughs> i think to, to uh-huh. choose from and you know there is a, a probably the narrative and the the perspective from people working uh, for corporations that uh, are not satisfied, that, you know, are put into the, the process. I think, you know, big corporations are very processed and mm-hmm. they, they need that. They, they, they would need this, this, they need these processes. But people feel kind of um, like closed in a mm-hmm. way. So... They are responsible for a part of a of a process only, and maybe they they wouldn't feel you know 
how they how they grow there. But some some people are okay with it. I mean, they. I think it's about the personality and uh, how and what you would like to achieve. So this. Yeah, but uh, I I still uh, have these questions of. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced on one thing. <laughs> if I would be now not a good graduate, enough, you need to, you need to <laughs> no uh, uh, about the idea. So okay. mm, just to 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 be uh, even more practical. Let's say Romeo is 22 years old. It has <laughs> two offers, right? Smart guy, did a bunch of interesting things as in student organization, traveled, yeah. yada yada yada. Mm, it has corpo as mm-hmm. one hand, you know. Let's even don't say BPO, right? not business process mm-hmm. outsourcing. Yeah. Let's say global talent program in which I was in DHL, right? Mm-hmm. Like they moved me in different departments yeah. Yeah. to learn about the corpo, much more sexier, yeah, mm-hmm. much more sexier mm-hmm. than being in outsourcing. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. So we have that as an option, mm-hmm. and we have then a sexy company which is Brainly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I choose DHL in this sense, mm-hmm. in this global thing, mm-hmm. and choose Brainly can be one, I don't know, Estimote, you name it, any other sexy Krakow company, yeah, because mm-hmm. there are a bunch of them there. So mm, I'm, I'm just wondering, even today, I, I don't know the answer of mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Why would I choose, you know, tech small, smaller company than this big giant corpo? It depends what you would like to do. And I don't know. Like I, I'm not sure yet. I, don't, I'm, I, I, I really don't know. I want to grow as an individual. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking myself, what could I learn from mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what could I learn from yeah. the other company? Yeah, sure. Do. So probably in, in, you know, in, in big corporations, there are processes that are, there is structure. Mm-hmm. You would he you would have more clear understanding of what is going to be your role and mm-hmm. what is going to be your career progression, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas in in Brainy or other startup or scale up, as mm-hmm. we are not startup anymore, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the your role is going to be bigger. You will uh, you know your tasks and responsibilities responsibilities might differ the the small organizations are changing all the time they are evolving they are changing they are very nimble agile mm-hmm. and you can actually create somehow your role and what you are mm-hmm. responsible for in a way right in mm-hmm. a, and you will also you know would impact a lot you would have this impact for sure in a small organization because we are still we, we are still evolving and growing whereas in the on the other hand mm-hmm. i'm you know i'm not o- opposite and corporations are good as well mm-hmm. for people who would like to learn the structure and learn you know the processes and have it in mind yeah the, the, it's not about it somehow is about the safety as well, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the funding that happens now mm-hmm. with these big startups and scale-ups, uh, it's, it gives you that safety net, I would say. Like, it's not like in the past, then, mm-hmm. you know, you had some funding, the, the funds run out, and then you're out of a job. So yeah. these sexy companies became also safe, mm-hmm. you know, in a way. 
Yeah, it's also about the autonomy, you know, mm-hmm. about the way people interact and and work with each other. It's about the, the personal touch. It's about the you know people know each other. They if it if it's a startup, they would you know gather together. Mm-hmm. They would know the personal stories. They would know each other as you know as as friends. Whereas in in, in corporation, you, you you wouldn't probably know you know people that that well yes i suppose it also depends on the speed of growth that you mm-hmm. want right as yeah. a person yeah i was uh, talking with in another episode with my brother who works in Klarna, and he was saying that you go in a holiday for two weeks and you come back and the team is different because the growth mm. is happening yes. so fast yeah right so that means that you need to keep up and some people might be overwhelmed by yes by this yeah definitely and you know on the darker side (laughs) (laughs) there is uh, you know a thing when you join a a startup uh, or a a scale-up and you have three month notice periods the the role and responsibilities might have changed already right Uh, so you're talking about different thing and you join the company and it's okay we are actually uh, a bit in a different direction I was also thinking about the fact that, you know, in, in the past, what might be attractive to to people about joining a big corporation is the fact that you automatically have these amazing resources, mm-hmm. right? But now, due to advancements in technology, uh, let's say somebody who's starting a YouTube channel can be equally or even more popular mm. than a big news station mm-hmm. that's been around for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of excitement about that, that the technology has leveled the, the playing field in, in certain industries. And I think for many people, this can be pretty exciting because why jump on this old dinosaur, which is just going to remain a giant dinosaur, mm-hmm. then I could sort of create something of my own mm-hmm. and yeah. I could be just as big, just as impactful. Mm-hmm. And I don't need all these resources in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And... What, what I think is also very pivot, pivotal for, for maybe this generation is you have the sense that you could hang on to your identity without mm-hmm. selling out on your identity and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's also pretty valuable. Mm-hmm. Sure. So on this t- technology piece, I think l- when we talk about uh, engineers in particular when joining you know corporation they would probably you know work on on the old technologies etc but whereas in in startups on scale-ups we actually have this new technologies that they can work and it's very important for Mm. for them yeah i would like to go back a bit to to your story because i want to understand or i want the listeners to better understand how do you get uh, to be senior manager in people like how if somebody would like to have similar path as you career path what were the steps like what did you do did you go so some certificates did you you need to do some roles how do you get to this no certificates but you need to i think learn and be up to date be curious talk to people have mentors and you need know, to do uh, each role, like each role in HR. Like you started as mm-hmm. recruiter, as no, far as yeah, I know, yeah, 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 yeah. So I started as a recruiter. I always wanted to work in HR, in people and culture. I 
I studied HR and, you know, studied in, in the UK. I wanted to somehow work for the global mm-hmm. <laughs> company that day. So AMS was my first organization and recruitment position was, was the first role that I mm-hmm. had. I really enjoyed it. But I was always, you know, curious and what's what's out there, what's what's there, what's happening in the in the HR world, how we are evolving, and I wanted to be close to the to the business side. Let's say not only yeah, because uh, it's outsourcing mainly at yeah. Alexanderman Solutions. Yes, yeah? yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's RPO, so mm-hmm. recruitment process outsourcing. So first of all, I worked on the you know. British market for for England and moved into and worked for one of our clients mm-hmm. from financial sector and then moved into internal recruitment as it was my you know dream so RPO it's recruitment process outsourcing basically you have uh, let's say a big corporation let's call it uh, I don't know British Telecom and British Telecom wants to have a bunch of recruiters, but they don't want to have it internally. So they externalize it to Alexanderman Solutions, which is mainly in Krakow. And you have like from, you know, people who find candidates online, sourcers, to people who schedule the recruitment with those mm-hmm. particular managers in British Telecom and maybe someone who is doing the screening, being mm-hmm. the first filtering, and then passing it over to the yeah. British Telecom. Mm-hmm. I just named it. I have no idea if British Telecom is their client. Just full disclaimer. Had just <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the explanation. <laughs> yeah, and they are also investing in technology uh-huh. <laughs> right now, so that you know the technology can can schedule the the, the interviews and well, they AI have robots, and stuff. AI oh, wow. and stuff. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, kind of a so orange, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Orange as I you know wanted to to work as an HR uh, business partner, mm-hmm. meaning <laughs> having a more like uh, a holistic view. So so you know HR is kind of different so they have different departments it's uh, as i've mentioned the the people of so the hr administration it's which is very different you need to uh, be an expert in in employment law in how to prepare contracts um, in uh, you know uh, how to deal with the payroll so it's very and you need to be detailed uh, oriented it's recruitment which it's more about you know understanding people and psychology yeah psychology mm-hmm. then you know it's learning and development uh, it's more about understanding that the training needs and how people are developing and making sure you know you you provide the, the resources for for people but it's also this business partnering thing which is actually overlooking like everything is is kind of a part of of the team be very close to the managers like seeing what's happening in the team and then is uh, is a kind of a a face of of HR to 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 the business leaders people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then figure it out like how to support 
uh, managers to you know and and people with they with they goals so i just if you want <laughs> to be more specialized in 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 something it's probably more the other part of the hr if you are more hr generalist like and what to overlook things and having the the the, the bigger picture is probably more the the bp role and mm-hmm. manager role mm-hmm. which means that you need to somehow touch each and every department yeah. in a way right yeah yeah so you are not an as uh, specialist in mm-hmm. a way in anything i mean maybe the the employment uh, law you mm-hmm. need to be a specialist right now in ev- probably in every role except of recruitment but but then you would need to understand people and then understand what hr tools or systems or processes you can implement so now when you recruit for your team how important is the university or how uh, because mm-hmm. you you finished yeah. this I university finished, actually yeah? i finished the university i studied hr and then i went uh, to the postgraduate studies mm-hmm. to study uh, like hr business partnering so uh, yeah it when i recruit to my team i wouldn't look that much <laughs> at the uh, like the, the the universities but i would always look like on the cv h- how the person is 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 progressing but also what uh, you know courses they would have what studies they would have so is it hr was it psychology was it sociology was it you know other mm-hmm. studies for me to understand the, the picture and and the path of mm-hmm. of this person but you know also to understand how curious but also how uh, how curious this person is and uh, how they would stay up to date with what's mm-hmm. going on in the in the systems in the in the hr so uh, you know some people would have certificates or or studies in employment law in law mm-hmm. or they would you know go to conferences they would get linkedin certificates they would you know mm-hmm. you would see in the in the CV or LinkedIn profiles that they are constantly, you know, learning things, which is me, for me personally very important. So, but not necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, have it. And are there some books or some kind of leaders, subject mm-hmm. matter experts that people should know and should follow in this, in this field? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when it comes to books, there is no, I mean, Agile People is mm-hmm. the book that I would choose. Uh, Agile People. Agile People. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the book that I would choose from just to have the, again, overview and the bigger mm-hmm. picture mm-hmm. of how uh, HR, but also how the business is, uh, you know, operating from, from this Agile perspective. But also, you know, um, the, the, the business-related books so for example when i joined brainy i had the, the corporation experience mm-hmm. as i said people said that i had this startup mindset mm-hmm. but you know i didn't have the experience in smaller organizations right i also had the experience with the students communities mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like you did but i haven't worked in the i didn't work in the um, small organization so for me the, the the books that i read 
at this time is more about startups, scale-ups, just to understand the, the culture and how they are thinking. So, mm-hmm. so uh, for example, a lean um, uh, startup or, mm-hmm. you know, from zero to one, mm-hmm. like the books about scaling, uh, about startups. I'm also into, you know, leadership and how people can, can work uh, with each other. So The Mind of the Leader is another book that I really liked. The Mind um, of the Leader. And The Talent Wins. Mm. This is not a very new book, but still I think it would position HR in a way that that I'm I'm seeing it. So did you go into this trap like I did that uh, non-fiction you read more non-fiction mo- books than fiction books? Non-fiction books like Yeah, like again? more like more let's say business books than the Yes, I'm very boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm boring. Uh, I, I, I went to that trap also like yeah. all, only business books. You, Michal, any non-business books that uh, you can recommend? To be honest, I've never read a book in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke. No, like okay. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've never finished an adult book in my life. So okay, so uh, mainly you listen podcasts. I listen to a ton of podcasts, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are on economics, sociology, mm-hmm. uh, behavioral science, all over the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. design startup culture mm. pitching and whatever but i just don't read <laughs> ah, okay yeah. Yeah. different people re- yeah. learn differently right yes for sure you know i climbed rock climbed but also Ooh. climbed so the 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 book that i co- also recommend which is not business related uh-huh. and i cannot remember the name in in English, it's training spinachkove, okay. which is also about the mindset and how mm-hmm. uh, it worked when you had to climb up. So it's it's very interesting, but also you know books around philosophy, mm-hmm. psychology, of course, because it's people, but philosophy, it's uh, yeah. I'm imagining you climbing up this very high rock, and you know. On, on one hand, you have on the rock, and on the other, you're holding your <laughs> the book. <laughs> you're just going up and just figuring it out as you go. But yeah, yeah, it's just just my mental visual. Yeah, <laughs> cool, Kasha. Thanks a lot for the for this interview. It was a great one, great conversation, and I hope to to continue this discussion when Brainly hits even bigger numbers. Yeah. And to see the journey in in that case, making even bigger impact to mm. 70 countries, yes. right? Yeah. Growing from 400 to thousands mm-hmm. and discussing then how this HRBP role <laughs> evolved and how you got from four people to maybe, I don't know, who knows, 20 people being internal consultants. Mm-hmm. And in the end, your cause is brilliant. Yeah, and what what you do, I suppose that we should all support it, especially now in these difficult times with some of the kids that are without school. Yeah. So thanks a lot for the for what you're doing and for the for the mission of this company. It's great. Thanks. I, I just wanted to add, you know, hopefully we have a lot lot of smart, insightful listeners and. Uh, 
I encourage you all to consider uh, becoming a volunteer for Brainly and you know touching someone's life in a very positive way. And yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, so Michal, for these notes. Yeah. yeah. Get on brainly.com and subscribe as volunteer. And if you need help, they will help you for sure. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you Thank very you. much. So, Michal, what did you learn today? Oh, well, of course, I learned so much from Kasha, but I also learned that you have a lot of experience in Indian cultures. That that was that was insightful for me. Yeah, I think in in a company like like Brainly, cultural intelligence is so important. And we talked about curiosity and how one of their values is stay curious. And I bet that any startup out there or scale up like that is has 400 people and they are still growing, they need people that are constantly curious because by being curious they are actually coming up with new ideas they are being more agile and they are actually challenging that status quo and only by challenging the status quo of let's say education system in in their case you can be uh, so disruptive and they are uh, a platform that change disrupted the educational um, system in a way can you imagine like knowing and understanding how the education system is in 35 countries 35 countries no way yeah. I mean on larger scale you can even be consulting the ministries of education because you gathered so much data about that particular country and you know at the ground level what those you know students uh, struggle with that you can gather this data you have huge amount of data you have volunteers you have all these guys that really understand the the the, the problems and can go to those governments and to the, to to those decision makers it's it's just it's just amazing and also what i heard that there are people that they just help like they just want to help kids the volunteers yeah yeah exactly and i think the whole uh, platform in a way is that's the main product right like the volunteers at the end of the day they're creating the content in a mm -hmm. sense yeah and uh, i also liked something that seemed very logical was with the hiring process she talked about demo days and uh, it, it, it seems like such an obvious thing to do. But it was interesting that she focused on during the, these demo days or demo week to not only have that potential employee to be working on a assignment or, or a project and, and seeing if they're able to complete it, but also seeing if how they approach the project, how they're thinking, how they're communicating of those things giving you insight into how good of a fit that person can be within the organization. Yeah, and definitely the books were like Agile People. Uh, I think it's something that people should uh, look up if they are in HR or they want to go in HR or they just simply have a startup now or they're managers. 
that will make people understand how to run this this operation side in a smaller organizational scale up not necessarily this big uh, corpus so that was uh, a good a good learning and we need to translate the the name of the book uh, that she recommended with the climbing and mindset all right well that was a good one see you next one. time see ya Thank you for listening. Growth Gossip was recorded at Yoke Workspace and Community in Krakow. If you enjoyed listening, please give us a share. Or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. See you next time. See ya.